This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. I just got another work email with a blank subject line. It bugs me so much. Not only did I almost delete an important message, I had to open and read the email just to figure out if I needed to read it. I'll bet you can hear it in my voice. This really bugs me. I had one of these one-sided conversations with my screen. You couldn't take a second to fill in a meaningful subject line? Sure, go ahead, waste my time. But then, after I cooled down a bit, I thought, well, he must have been in a hurry. Had to have been in a hurry, because he has to know how important the subject line is. And the email that was just before this one was from somebody who obviously didn't have me in their address book. He must have just searched his inbox for the very last message from me and then hit reply. How do I know? Because the subject line was the same subject line that I wrote him four weeks ago. But his message had nothing to do with that topic. So by now, you've probably guessed that today's episode was inspired by my inbox. If you want to make sure that people open up your email, this episode is for you. Today, I'll cover four tips for better email subject lines. First, I'd like to thank our sponsor, GoToMeeting. Summertime means summer interns. And since the Lisa B. Marshall interns work from home, we use GoToMeeting by Citrix to meet and work together. It's easy to start meetings. It's just a click. And the interns can even join from their iPads. It's really great. I like it because it's as if we're working side by side. We can just talk and work on documents together. I like it. It's like we're face to face. So if you need to collaborate with your team or your clients, I recommend GoToMeeting. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. Don't wait for this special offer. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click on the Try It Free button, and then use the promo code PODCAST. Be sure to use that promo code PODCAST. Obviously, having no subject line at all or a completely inaccurate subject line are basic big email mistakes. And I'll assume you aren't doing that, right? Also, if you've followed the advice of my Quick and Dirty Tips colleague, Steve Robbins, he's the get it done guy, then you may remember his episode on writing good email subject lines. In essence, his advice was to summarize your message for the reader's benefit. He provided the following example. Saturday staff meeting, unpaid, 7 a.m. main headquarters. In general, for an informative email, I would agree with his advice. By summarizing the message, you're providing all the key information at a glance. However, there are a few more steps you could take to create even better subject lines. You not only need to think about the key words that concisely summarize your email message, you also need to think about the order of those words. For example, if I were writing the email message for Stever's fictional staff meeting, I would change the order. For me, it would read, Saturday, 7 a.m. staff meeting, main headquarters, unpaid. This gives the time and location higher priority. And this way, if someone's scanning their emails, they'll see the most important information first. Another option to consider, especially for repetitive emails such as ongoing staff meetings, is to establish a standard format for everyone to follow. For example, I participate in my local free cycle group, And when someone is posting an email to the group, they must follow the standard format or the email gets rejected. Today, I saw the following. Offer, 
Vintage Victorian Columns, 08109. And Taken, Four Sheer Green Curtain Panels, 08107. The email format in this case is a status, the item, and the zip code. They even define the words for each status, offer, wanted, taken, etc., so that everyone is clear on the meaning. In a work setting, you might see something like staff meeting colon Saturday 7 a.m. headquarters. You might even define what to do when a change occurs so that people notice. For example, you might instruct everyone to add the word change and capitalize the part that changed. Here's an example of a revised line. Staff meeting, parenthesis change, Monday in all caps, 7 a.m. headquarters. Again, the idea is that for repetitive emails, it's best for you and the rest of your team to use a consistent format. This makes communication more efficient, more effective, and more familiar. More good examples of email subject lines that follow a standard structure are the following emails that I receive from standard technology ventures. E-corner colon, entrepreneurs must be storytellers. E-corner colon, entrepreneurs aren't afraid of commitment. In this case, it's not just a summary of the main ideas that are communicated. It includes the familiar title of the newsletter, e-corner, and then a short phrase that describes the theme of the issue. I found that this structure is definitely a winner in terms of open rates. So I thought I'd give you a few variations of the structure that also seem to do well. Teleseminar, and then the theme or the benefit statement. Invitation-webinar on, and then theme or the benefit statement. And then finally, company name news-theme or benefit statement. So a real-world example would be, because it's kind of hard to hear from the generic structures, would be invitation, webinar on powerful presentations that inspire and get results. No matter the goal of your email, the purpose of the email subject line is to motivate the recipient to open your message. Keep in mind the 80-20 rule. About 80% of people will read the email subject line and who it's from, but only 20% will read the rest of the email. So particularly in the case of persuasive emails, you need to think more creatively to increase the likelihood that your emails get opened. Copywriters refer to this type of persuasive subject line as a hook or a headline title. The idea is to create interest or intrigue that compel the recipient to open the email. Think of it like the lines you hear from the TV morning show host just before he goes to commercial break. Up next, we'll have, and then those words that he says. Those next words need to be concise and compelling. Compelling enough to keep the audience tuned to the program. In fact, if you pay attention to and copy how those lines are written, you'll improve your ability to write creative hooks. Really, it works. Again, in my experience, the best subject lines combine summary or descriptive words along with a hook or creative flair that mentions the benefits for the recipient. In fact, I'm sure you've opened a number of emails that use this combined strategy. Six tips to improve, and then whatever the topic is, or seven mistakes to avoid when, and then whatever the topic is. These list type of email subject lines do really well. Because they promise a benefit, usually an improvement, a savings, or a productivity gain, 
and they also summarize the topic. Of course, they also promise to be short, packed with information, and easily digestible. Hmm. I wonder why I titled this article "Four Tips for Better Email Subject Lines." So, what will you be doing differently with your subject lines? Let me know in the comments. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. The more you learn, the more you earn. Thanks to our sponsor, GoToMeeting with HD Faces. Remember, you can try it free for 30 days. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click on the Try It Free button, and use the promo code Podcast. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at two zero six three five zero seven nine seven zero or email PublicSpeaker at QuickAndDirtyTips dot com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall dot com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker dot quickanddirtytips dot com. <laughs>